Hello everyone and welcome to the November 2023 market update. I'm Marty Pospisil. Got a few changes in the market uh, that I want to share with you, but things are moving along fairly constant from my last update. Let's jump into some numbers so I can bring you right up to date. <clears throat> Here is my pricing table and activity table from year over year, detached houses, the activity is down 1% from this time last year. Now remember, go back to fall of 2022 and remember how that activity started to ramp up. Um, interest rates were still low. There was a renewed activity and prices climbed up until that spring peak of this year. And then of course, the overnight rates, uh, the Bank of Canada started hiking the rates and that has finally started to have a significant impact. So um, just trying to put it in perspective over time, detached houses activity year over year down 1%. Townhomes and half duplexes up 5% from this time last year and apartment condos up 7% from this time last year. Interesting, what about prices since that time? Houses up 5%. So remember, we were just starting to see that climb happen in September a bit, October and November were the big months, but we're still about 5.8% um, higher than where we were then. Attached townhomes and half duplexes up 6% from a year ago and condos up 6.4%. Now, what about last month? This is interesting. You can sort of see that trend. Houses have dropped just under a percent in price over the last month. Townhomes and condo apartments are up very marginally, pretty well constant. I should probably do this. Pretty well constant. Um, for the pricing for the rest of the product. Uh, and that's typical uh, from what we're seeing. There's a lot of uncertainty. We'll dive a little bit deeper into that and let you know uh, what the factors are. But let's look at what's hot and what's not right now. Remember, if you are a subscriber, oh, and by the way, I, I think I'm like over 800 subscribers. I'm really excited. I want to hit a thousand. Tell your friends, send a link. Let's get me up to a thousand. I'd be super excited. I'll have a big party. Um, well, maybe not that big. But anyways, uh, if my sales ratio uh, metric that I'm tracking is over 21%, that means we're in a seller's market. There's upward pressure in pricing, multiple offers, craziness like we had back in spring. If it's only between 12 and 20%, that sales ratio, or in other words, that absorption rate of product selling every month, then we're in a balanced market. It's not favoring the buyers or the sellers. But if the sales ratio or the absorption rate is under 11%, we are in a buyer's market, downward pressure on pricing. Um, there are more listings than there are buyers, uh, and that's what we call a buyer's market. Okay, so let's jump into the different product. Let's look at detached houses, Vancouver, West Side. Last month, we were at 10% in a buyer's market. What happened in the previous month? So we're at 12%. So a marginal uptick in activity on detached houses, that puts us back into the bottom end of a balanced market. Let's look at condos and townhomes on the west side. Um, we were at 19% last um, month in, in the beginning of October, and now we are at 18%. So we've got a slight drop in activity on the west side for condos and townhomes for that absorption rate. 
still in a balanced market, upper end of that range. And if we look at uh, condos and townhomes uh, downtown, last month we were at 12% and now we've dropped down to 11%, okay, in a buyer's market. So if we look over on the east side at houses, um, last month we were at 14%, this month for houses east side, we're at 16%. So we had a little bit of a jump in activity on east side houses. Let's look at the attached product, condos and townhomes, Vancouver east side. Last month, we were at a whopping 23% sales ratio. This month, we are at 25%. So again, an increase in activity. So we've got a slight increase in activity, but a slight drop in pricing. Very interesting to, to watch what's going on. Uh, and that, of course, is a seller's market uh, over 21%. So, Vancouver West Side, these are the sales ratios. There's the peak back in spring, and you can see townhomes in orange, condos in blue, and detached houses in green, houses well into that buyer's market. Um, and this is for Vancouver West Side, and townhomes right in the bottom of that balanced market, and of course, apartments in that balanced market. On the east side, we're doing a little bit better, but we're getting into that balanced market soon to be hitting uh, the buyer's market. So that's quite interesting. And if we look at all of BC, here's seller's market, here's, um, here's a balanced market band, and here's the buyer's market. You can see we've gone <clears throat> in spring from that seller's market right through the balanced, and we're just at the top end of the buyer's market across BC. So what's happening in the burbs, just to look in the suburbs, if you see green, that means there's been a slight increase in activity. If you see red, there's been a drop in activity. So you can see the greens, um, predominantly North Shore, Vancouver, Burnaby, New Westminster, um, Coquitlam, Port Coquitlam, drop in activity, bit of an increase in Mission, Cloverdale increase, all the rest have been dropped, except for Ladner, slight increase in Richmond is down. Now that is month over month detached, okay? If we look at attached month over month, um, we see a couple of greens in the North Shore, some red here in the west side, some red further out in the lower mainland, and a couple of greens here in the middle. So it's all over the place. Bit of a dog's breakfast in terms of activity, uh, mishmashed in different areas. Not a big change in these areas, just marginal. Uh, there's a really the status quo carrying us through the market. What's going to happen with prices? Of course, that's a question everybody asks me in emails. Love your emails, keep them coming. Um, looking at the average price graph, look at how cheap real estate was in 1977. Holy cow. Um, on detached, you can see there's our peak back in spring. There's our peak last year. And you can see we've come down. There's been a little bit of activity going up and down here. Townhomes, we've seen a pretty flat line. Same with condos and the average price. But it's kind of neat to look at it over the last 50 years to see the activity, how it's changed and how the average price has changed for all that product in Greater Vancouver forecasting what's coming this fall, what's gonna happen next year? Well, that's a big question. And here's what we're watching. Here are the drivers, okay? So in green, I've got market enhancers. They're enhancing the market. In red, I've got market price deterrence. If it's orange, it's kind of in between and changing. Um, the big one in red is consumer confidence. 
buyers are reserved. They're not, they're moving slowly and they're not wanting to be in competition and they're resisting offering on product. They're looking for every excuse in the book not to make an offer unless something's tremendous value, then they will offer. And the lower price product, of course, that's happening more than the upper price product, okay? So consumer confidence buyer demand is not doing too well, so that's red. In orange, kind of orange, um, that was red, inflation has dropped. So actually um, TIFF's uh, job of increasing those rates and sort of threatening that they're going to continue to increase is starting to have an impact, maybe not just psychologically with people, but people's mortgages are coming up and getting renewed and a lot of them are getting hit with uh, a, a doubling or someti sometimes even more tripling of their monthly mortgage payments at today's rates because over 6%, maybe they were qualified and had a mortgage previously at 2%. So there's a big increase. Over a thousand properties a day across Canada um, are renewing their mortgage. So it's starting to have an impact and people are consuming less and that inflation is dropping. There's some factors happening recently that you all well know in the news um, that's going to impact that. So, but that's has gotten actually better, that driver. Cost of borrowing still red. Um, the prices have not come down in mortgages and they're not going to come down until that overnight rate from the Bank of Canada starts to drop. And they're not going to drop until they're super confident that inflation's not going to come back. So there's going to be a period at which inflation's down that they're not going to decrease the rate. So that's why it makes it a little more difficult to forecast, but the cost of borrowing driver is still red. Now, the only bright green, it's been bright green for a long time, are the inventory levels. <clears throat> inventory is creeping up, and I'll, I'll show you that in a, in a bit, um, but many sellers are waiting for a stronger market to sell in if they can, but it's a great opportunity for many to do an upgrade and jump from less expensive product to more expensive product, especially when the market's compressing. Uh, I could talk for an hour on that. Um, email me if you're interested or, or come in. Um, but the inventory levels are low. That's a price enhancer there's not a lot of product in the market. If that changes, um, then you're gonna see some big negative impact on pricing, of course. The two big ones, cost of borrowing and inventory. Okay, so I went into that. There's the consumer. Remember the last one, she's carrying shopping bags and super excited? Well, now she's not, um, and they're nervous. The buyers are nervous. They're worried about next year. When are the rates going to come down? Oh my God, our mortgage payments are ridiculous. Um, should we sit, take that trip? Well, we might not be able to afford it. Groceries, we're all feeling the pinch. Gasoline, everything is being impacted. Retail sales, um, this is a, the data takes a while to get in, but they're still relatively high. Unemployment rate, you can see, is just starting to jump up a little bit. We go across Canada, 5.7% unemployment, <clears throat> BC doing a little bit better at 5.4%. Okay, so that's interesting. What about that inflation? There's my friend Tiff back east. And here's the good news. Canadian consumers are pulling back on spending. Now, it's a little bit of contradiction from that graph before, but it's that this is just more recent. They're looking at the day to day to day. Uh, and they're saying that the consumers are pulling back and therefore inflation has dropped. And that is a gold star for Canadians. Um, TIFF is very happy. Um, unemployment is up slightly. That's also 
a good thing. I know that doesn't sound right, but it's actually a good thing um, for inflation and economic growth has slowed to a crawl. So the economy has slowed down. Also a good thing to bring inflation back down. So all in all, um, good news on the inflation point, And that's why I turned it orange on the market driver chart. Okay. 12 month change in the consumer price index. You can see what's happened. It did jump up again and now it's jumped down. Okay. Canada and BC current Canadian inflation rate was 4%. Now it's dropped to 3.8. That's good news. So things are starting to have an impact. I think you're going to see that drop again next month, hopefully. Um, so gasoline, housing prices, all of that. The next bank of Canada rate announcement will be December 6th. So we're going to watch for that. Those rate announcements are having a big impact on the consumer confidence market driver. So if they bump up the rates again, whoa, be careful. People are going to run for the hills. If they keep it the same. They're still going to be hesitant. Um, they're certainly not going to drop it. Okay. So in sync with our neighbors. Okay. So there's TIFF. We're at 3.8%. There's the Fed at 3.7%. We're pretty well in sync, uh, but there is warning that of course the conflict in Israel and Gaza uh, will and uh, is highly likely to escalate and that will push global oil prices and higher. Not that that's the worst result of that conflict escalating, but from a financial point of view and inflation uh, that is going to impact oil prices in terms of gasoline, etc. So inflation is impacting rental rates. Of course, just as an aside, you can see the rental rates have come up. They seem to be plateauing now. I mean, look at where they've come from 2021. It's ridiculous. Um, we got about a 60% increase. Wow. Uh, so that's interesting to note and the cost of borrowing. So here is the variable rate. You can see where we're at. Here's the fixed rate where it's gone. Um, no sign of that cooling off yet uh, or coming down. Uh, but I do have a forecast on the rates that I'll show you. If we were to forecast into next year, here's where we are right now. It looks like that variable rate is going to stay consistent possibly till August of next year and start to drop. We may see some drops in the five-year qualifying rate before then and of course the discounted rate. It's possible. The forecasts for interest rates are all over the place. Um, the Bank of Canada would like you to think that rates are not coming down until the end of next year and they want people to believe that. So they just hold off on spending and um, that will bring the inflation down. If there's any premature announcement of the, the overnight rate uh, coming down early, people might get excited again and start to purchase. And that could again start to spike inflation. So um, it's really interesting. It's hypersensitive. They look at a lot of factors um, and nobody will know for sure what's going to happen, of course, until it happens. So um, that's pretty interesting. Looks like August at this point. A lot of rumor about it happening earlier, maybe even late spring. That would be great news for people who are renewing their mortgage and having trouble with the payments if they started to come down, but they're not going to come down quickly. It's going to be a gradual decrease. Okay. So economists are split. 
On the forecasting of the mortgage rates, uh, it's a difficult time to forecast, as I mentioned. But if you do have a mortgage that is going to come uh, into renewal, you want to start planning for that now and come up with a renewal plan because find out what your payments are going to be. When's that going to happen? What should you be locking into? Um, there's a lot of decisions to be made. Don't make them in a rushed manner. Plan ahead. That's important. So, BC home sales compared to historical average. So this is interesting. Back in March of 2022, we had the tightening, fiscal tightening, uh, where the rates came up. And then, of course, you can see the difference from average sales. We had a really busy market. It dropped right down. And then the Bank of Canada paused in January of 2023. And look what happened. Whoa, it shot right up. That's when we had our peak pricing activity in spring and then the activity once they started resuming their tightening has dropped down so it's definitely one of the major impacts on the volume of sales or the activity um, of our market sales ratio all of that's impacted by the fiscal tightening it does have a dramatic input impact and that uh, graph kind of shows it all it's kind of neat so inventory levels <clears throat> here we are west side houses Here's the inventory chart. I mean, it's going up. Well, it didn't last month, 578 to 578. Nothing significant. The inventories are staying the same. There's not a lot of change in houses. Let's look at attached apartments and townhomes. A little bit of a change, 787 last month to 827 uh, on the west side of Vancouver. So a little bit of an increase in, in product. Uh, and that's interesting to watch because as long as the inventory stays relatively level, you shouldn't see any dramatic changes in, in price. Once that inventory takes off, then you're going to see the price uh, affected uh, almost immediately. So what's next for prices? There's a lot of forecasting going on, talking about bursting bubbles and talking about the resilience of the Vancouver market. There's, you talk to 10 economists and, and 10 realtors and you will get 10 different opinions. Um, but the summary is next year is going to be a tough year okay if we look at what we know already unemployment is up okay that's good and bad <laughs> the economy slowed down to a crawl that's going to help inflation doesn't help business people or the economy um, the bank of canada is holding the overnight rate but continues to threaten to further tighten they don't want people to think they're going to relax it at any time they're not going to say oh by the way we're going to relax in march they're not going to say that. They want that inflation to come down before they make any announcements. <clears throat> inflation is behaving, seems to be coming down. Might be impacted um, by the war that's going on now, of course. Mortgage rates will remain high as we enter 2024. That's for sure. The question is, how long are they going to remain high? When are they going to come down? How fast are they going to come down? If anyone knows, let me know. I would like to know. Bank of Canada may begin dropping the overnight rate in spring at the earliest, fall at the latest, with mortgage rates, of course, to follow. And as I mentioned earlier, they're not going to drop that rate until they're absolutely sure inflation is steady so they're going to be extremely conservative so real estate market will be directly impacted by two things <clears throat> two of the major drivers mortgage rates and inventory <clears throat> mortgage rates aren't going to change much next year so if the inventory changes and it increases dramatically for whatever reason there's a recession unemployment goes way up there's a lot of bad news um, prices will fall if the inventory stays the same and of course the mortgage rate stays the same, 
prices will probably stay the same. No dramatic changes, maybe some slight decreases, but mostly the same. So 2024 will likely show some drops in pricing. How dramatic those drops will be will depend on people and how they react to the news and the data that they're consuming, whether or not to sell their home, either for um, upgrade reasons or downsize reasons or out of fear. So those are the things that we can't really forecast. If the current trend will probably continue slight dropping. Okay. So there's the forecast. That's my market update for November. I hope you enjoyed that and beautiful leaves out there. It's just been um, really enjoying the colors in our neighborhood and, and around UBC. It's been fantastic. Um, please uh, pass on the link to your friends on YouTube. We also have it on Facebook and Instagram, and we'll be uh, uploading the podcast probably Tuesday this coming week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And I wanted to thank you very much for joining me. I'm Marty Pospisil. That's my November 2023 market update. Have a great weekend, Vancouver.